It's Monday. It's and morning. By God, if it ain't macabre. Whoa! If it ain't the macabre boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where me and scones. I am Darcy. That is scones. Uh, we talk about spooky, spooky dookies every week. And you guys come on down. You say, hey, I want to hear something that's going to ruin my day slash couple of days slash week. Money back guaranteed, baby. <laughs> or your money back. That's our absolute guarantee. Welcome to the show. We were just talking before the podcast. Me and Scones chit-chat a little bit. We're shooting the shit. Well, yeah, we were in the break room, the Slingin', the Slingin' Dingers break room, or the SDBR. Yeah, I was getting a coffee out of the coffee vending machine like they have in movies from the 80s. Yeah, big in Japan. And we were chatting about Mindhunter because Scones has finally got around to watching Mindhunter. I finally got around to watching it. And we were just going, oh man, it sucks that it, it's canceled. And then I did, I just Googled Mindhunter because I was like, I, I, I couldn't remember if it was David Fincher. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's David Fincher. I Google it. Ladies and gentlemen, 11 hours ago, David Fincher reportedly close to signing new deal for Mindhunter season three. So ladies, it like, could be you're welcome. Back. Everybody, this was me. We, <laughs> it was me and Scones talking about it that brought it into existence. Netflix wanted nothing to do with it, and then they checked. That's their, the Sling and Dingers poll. The long piece of paper came out of their giant computer, like, yep. dip, 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 dip. and then like they like read it and they're like, by God, the macabre boys. It's are a watching? seismog. <laughs> it's a seismograph that makes the shape of a skull. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> they're like holy oh my shit, God. it's got to be true. <laughs> uh, so that's that's one thing. Uh, that's pretty cool. Another pretty cool thing is staying away from drugs. Staying away from drugs is pretty cool. If you've seen a kickflip and an ollie, you're going to love Dare. Listen, the Ninja Turtles don't do drugs. They eat pizza and it's pretty <laughs> radical. It is pretty radical. And honestly, fucking I would rather eat pizza than do drugs any day of the week. Yeah, actually, I I double that. <laughs> I take, yeah, I take that pizza you ordered and I double it. Two pizzas. Two pizzas. Make them a stuffed crushed, please. Oh, melted cheese is my drug. Yeah. Oh, honestly, Papa Gino's cheesy bread oh, got me God, through high school. <laughs> dude, it's still getting me it's through every life. <laughs> legitimately twice a week, me and my group of friends would just loiter at different Papa Gino's. How many Papa Gino's does your hometown have? A couple. Listen, Papa was our mayor. Mr. Gino... He, he afforded the rec jerseys for basketball. Were you just like hanging out with cardboard cutouts of Adam Vinatieri and Teddy Bruschi? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, that is a very specific memory I did not remember I had. Yeah, I love just like shitty plastic booths. And oh, yeah. Like that claw weird machine. tablecloth. Yes, claw machine. For some reason, there was like those like old ass gumball machines outside. Anyway. And the walls are painted as if it were a nice restaurant. <laughs> Right, right. They're like, you're in Venice. And I'm like, I'm in the back of a gas station. It's like, there's a karate studio um, next door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just saw James get his purple belt and now we're slugging down pizza. Just like Venice. But yeah, me and my friends would loiter and scrounge like seven bucks and get a large cheesy bread. And <laughs> it was some of the best food I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, that shit was dope. Uh, it was. So... That's that's another that's another good thing. Um, what else? What else? What other good things, Scones? Uh, our listeners 
are the best things. Oh, our listeners are the best things that's ever you been mine. The best thing. And Scones actually is going to switch things up this week, and he's brought an actually a very happy story, a very uplifting story. Yeah. <laughs> right, Scones? Right? We talked about this, right? You brought a happy, uplifting, oh, fun story? Of course. It's a real rag to riches. <laughs> No, I, I can't did not. wait to hear it. I brought that that good, good, and it's a listener suggestion. Oh, a suggestion from a listener. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Adam listener Terry, but I don't think it. I don't think it works. <laughs> Eat cheese bread. Um, our listener, shout out to cheese bread. Instagram user M dot Cabral hit us up with this hey. one. M dot Cabral, you hey, a thanks. real one? He tipped us off. To the gruesome crimes of Albert Fish, the Brooklyn vampire. Oh no! This is the opposite of happy. So you know what I'm. Uh, you know what I'm slapping down. Oh, I almost baby, thought do I ever. We had a similar. For some reason, I almost thought we did this before. Because Scones um, is getting up there in age, everybody. No, we've never done one specifically on Albert Fish. And honestly, the reason is, at least from my end, is because I just didn't want to talk about this fucking guy. Well, because <laughs> he's so horrific. Uh, Me and, and, as and a Cabral father, are scones? going there. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm glad you're the one who's venturing into this territory, especially the father of a daughter. Uh, ew. Yeah, you're gonna have to compartmentalize yourself for a second here. Yeah, if you guys uh, can't tell, this one is gonna be super bad. Hey mom, I know you like hearing my voice every Monday, but shut shut it down now. Yeah, disclaimer: uh, this involves <laughs> uh obscene violence and sexual violence towards uh kids so if you're towards it's we talk about the yeah. most horrible people ever so and he this guy is so hey up there well, the welcome the to list. another week of yeah he is oh boy anyway scones i don't want to steal your thunder my uh, thunder because i know you got a scones has a fat head of albert fish on his wall uh <laughs> jesus <and> I, <laughs> talk about cancelable <laughs> And uh, so I know he's get, he's really hyped up to talk about this, and he talks about how this is his idol. So I don't want to uh, <laughs> I don't want to you know go on too long because I know he's eager to jump in. So Scones, why don't you take it away? Well, actually, first band, you take it away. Band, why don't you? Ta- the band's probably like you know he had some good ideas. Oh yeah, I forgot our band are all band. terrible people. Yeah, yeah, or uh, skeletons. So band, I think they are. <laughs> terrible skeleton. Are skeletons people? This oh now okay. This is, don't need to get political, Dars. Yeah, we're getting canceled <laughs> twice. <laughs> All right, band plays it. All right, this one, uh, it's from allthatsinteresting.com. If I, I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of this website, <laughs> but it's basically our podcast <laughs> in written form. If websites could be bars, all that's interesting. Uh, I'd be a regular there for sure. Yeah, we'd have I, we'd get like the punch cards for free drinks after. I don't know. You can't do that, but I'd be you know Norm I mean. from Cheers, which is a reference that almost probably no one will get. <laughs> or I don't know. Oh, I think no, no, no. I think I think the fact if I you're think under twenty five, you might not. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. You got like two years, three years below us, and then you, you're probably out. Hold on. One of our, one of our uh, producers is younger. Do you know who Norm from Cheers is? No. Yeah, she doesn't know. 
All right, we're we're geniuses. We confirmed our theory. Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, so the name of the article is The Gruesome Crimes of Albert Fish, the Brooklyn Vampire, and it's by Katie Serena. Um, This was published October 30th, 2020, and updated February 13th. Albert Fish confessed to dozens of crimes after his arrest, each one of them more depraved than the last. By November 1934, 10-year-old Grace Bud had been missing for six years. There had been no promising clues or developments regarding her disappearance. That is, until her mother, Delia Flanagan Bud, received an anonymous letter. Yeah. Dear Mrs. Bud, on Sunday, June the 3rd, 1928, I called you at 406 West 15th Street, brought you pot cheese, strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her. I fucking hate this. The bizarre rambling letter that Miss, Mrs. Budd received on that cold November evening began with the tale of a deckhand who developed a taste for human flesh and ended with a harrowing description of Mrs. Budd's daughter being murdered and roasted in the oven. Although the written confession was unsigned and nameless, it was the beginning of the end for cannibalistic kill, uh, serial killer Albert Fish. However, his exorbitant madness and murderous bloodlust came to be. However, is a tale as macabre. Ooh, buzzword. Hey, oh, buzzword. SEO, SEO, SEO. Search engine optimization. ATI, we're coming for those residuals and Give unimaginable as the death of Grace Bud itself. So Albert Fish, also known as the Gray Man, is born. Born on May 19th, 1870 in Washington, D.C. to Randall and Ellen Fish, Hamilton Howard, Albert Fish had many names. The Brooklyn Vampire, the Werewolf of Wisteria, and the Gray Man. Small, quiet, and unassuming, he had a face that blended in with the crowd in a private life that would have frightened even the most hardened criminals. As a child, Fish was plagued by mental illness, as were a number of his family members. Not only was his brother in an asylum, but his uncle had been diagnosed with mania. Which I don't know... It's a Fall Out Boy album. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh okay thanks for clearing that up while his yeah, mother- <laughs> yeah he loved fallout boy is the uh that's what they met yep number one with a boat uh while his mother Dead routinely- on arrival baby <laughs> well his mother routinely experienced visual hallucinations his father was ju- uh was 75 years old at the time of fish's birth that's an old dad and died when wait Albert wait, was wait, ju- wait 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 yeah right i thought you said oh my god that's old dad syndrome. I thought I had old dad syndrome. He's got like chronic old dad syndrome. Nah, you wish. So very. I don't. It doesn't say how old his mom was, which is more that's pertinent. D- that's stressing. That stresses me out. I don't like that. In my head, she's seventy three. <laughs> he died when Albert was just five years old. His widowed yeah. mother didn't have the resources to care for Albert and his three siblings alone, and left them with a state orphanage. So this actually. On the topic of Mindhunter, I thought it was interesting how many serial killers have kind of neglect or abuseful moms and then a, not a f- father who's not present. No father figure? Yeah. And this is like, fits that to a T. That's why I am very present in my daughter's You should daughter's be life. present. We went on a nice uh, uh, ride in the Cozy Coop today. Ooh, I don't know what that little, means. It's the red and yellow uh, car. Oh, the, yeah. The like, plastic one. The classic, yeah. Fun. Okay. Uh, heads up for anyone who is considering having a child and is married. It will test your marriage putting that fucker together. You, <laughs> the, the cozy I, coop? The goddamn cozy coop with its smiley eyeball face will destroy your marriage. Yeah, but 
Um, the good news is, if you take care of it, that baby will run uh, so many miles. Oh my god, it's got great resale value too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Kelly Blue Book that bad boy. Just make yeah, make sure you don't have any recalls. True. <laughs> like airbag issues, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it was in uh, the state orphanage that fish would conceive a passion for pain. That th- that sentence alone should tell you. That this dude was just an absolute fucking psycho. He is. Passion for Pain's a great band name, but this dude's a psycho. The caretakers at the orphanage regularly beat the children and even occasionally encouraged the children to hurt each other. Uh, While the other children lived in fear of painful punishments, Fish reveled in them. What year was this again? When was he born? Uh, This is like 1875. Oh, okay. Okay. He was like old when he... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but while the other children lived in fear of pain... Oh, wait. I book, cut that. I was there <laughs> until I was... N- <laughs> Snippity snip. I was there till I was nearly nine, and that's where I got started wrong, Fish later recalled. We were unmercifully whipped. I saw boys doing many things they should not have done. So, weird sentence. He came to enjoy <laughs> and associate the pain with pleasure, which would later seep into sexual gratification. When his mother became mentally stable and financially self-sufficient enough to take him home in 1880, she removed him from the orphanage, but the damage had already been done. Fish not only continued to administer his own beatings, but began an unhealthy relationship with a telegraph boy in 1882. The child introduced him to the sexual practices of... Oh, God. Uh-oh. Is this a skipperoni? <laughs> This is a, no, this is a Scones tries to read words he's never re- read or said aloud. Oh, and okay. hopefully he, we'll I, never I again like... read or say aloud. <laughs> uh, it's urolania and corpophagia. Corp, oh God. Corpophagia is the diet of eating your own poop. The consumption of human waste. Yes, and urolania is, I believe, drinking your own urine. I would uh, guess yeah. from Latin. Yeah, I'm pretty educated, guys. It's like, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> eventually, his sadomasochistic tendencies led him to an obsession with sexual self-mutilation. Again, another sentence I hope I never have to say again. He would regularly embed needles into his groin and abdomen and flog Oof. himself with a nail-studded paddle. Oh, boy. In 1890, after a 20-year-old fish moved to New York City, his crimes against children would begin. Hate it. Hate it so far. Oh my god, this website. Oh, jeez. There's an x-ray of his pelvis, and there's 29 needles embedded in his pelvis. This dude is an... Like, he is... Like this dude's the, never heard of his rocker. That's how far off of it he is. Yeah, he is the embodiment of just, like, a horror monster. Like, it's it's... Yeah, horror movies don't inspire killers. It's the other way around, everybody. Yeah. Fish became increasingly curious about the pain of others and wasted no time after moving to New York City to learn more. He started prostituting himself and molesting young boys, whom he'd lure from their homes to rape and torture them. A nail-studded paddle was his favorite weapon. Remarkably, in 1898, Fish married a woman. Like, what? what? Okay, this this lady? (laughs) I don't... Anyway, he married a woman his mother had introduced him to and fathered six children with her. How do you... Okay, okay. There's no way this dude is having normal uh, relations, right? Like, this lady must also be 
fucking crazy. Yeah, he either that or he like before the relations occur, he's like going into another room and like stabbing needles into himself or something. No, I'm not even like kidding. I think that's like the only way it probably happened. True. Anyway, uh, there's no evidence that he ever actually violently abused his own children, but he did continue to rape and torture other children throughout their childhood. In 1910, while working as a house painter in Delaware, Fish met Thomas Keaton. Fish and Keaton began a sadomasochistic relationship. So many phrases I never want to say again in this article. Though it is unknown how much of it Keaton actually consented to. In later descriptions of the affair, Fish would hint that Keaton was perhaps intellectually disabled. Though it was always difficult to sort fact from fiction in any of Fish's tales. Only 10 days after their initial meeting, Fish lured Keaton to an abandoned farmhouse under the pretense of an assignation. When Keaton arrived, however, he found himself locked inside. For two weeks, Fish tortured Keaton. The budding killer mutilated the other man's body and cut off... Oh, jeez. You can imagine what. Yeah. Then his, uh, as suddenly as he had arrived, Fish disappeared, leaving Keaton with a $10 bill for his trouble. I shall never forget <laughs> his scream or the look he gave me, Fish later recalled. By 1917... Fish was having difficulty concealing the symptoms I, of severe mental illness. I like how Fish is like, oh, that guy's mentally disabled. Yeah. It's I'll like give <laughs> 10 bucks. You're really, th- you're really throwing stones in a glass house here, buddy. You're like p- pot calling the kettle black. Well, that's like the class, again, the classic serial killer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not crazy. He doesn't have it all up there, but I, boy, I knew what I. I was doing. I'm not crazy. And it's like, wait, but it's, it's like. That is, uh, <laughs> in fact, crazy. <laughs> Leading his wife, uh, so basically he had difficulty concealing any of the symptoms of his severe mental illness, which will lead his wife to leave him for another man. Okay, yeah. I can't, I'm not surprised it happened the day after the wedding. Yeah, I was going to say, how did they even, the fact that he had a wife. Listener, if you're out there and you're thinking, man, I'm never going to find somebody. This this dude did. Yeah, and that might actually make you never want to find somebody. That's true, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Fish's self-harm grew thereafter, from pressing more and more needles into his groin to stuffing wool covered in lighter fluid into his anus and setting it on fire. What the? F- Where is he coming up with these ideas? <laughs> I have no idea. This is this is horrible. He began having auditory hallucinations as well. At one point, he recalled wrapping himself in a carpet on the instructions of John the Apostle. Fish began teaching his own children strange and oddly sadomasochistic games before developing an obsession with cannibalism. As a precursor to consuming human flesh, he began to eat raw meat, meals he often invited his children to share. Uh. Alrighty. So by 1919, his obsession with murder and torture—sorry, uh, torture and cannibalism—had brought him to con- contemplate murder. He began to look for vulnerable children, such as intellectually disabled orphans or homeless black children, youths that he assumed would not be missed. God, 1919 was horrible. Yep. He would claim at his trial and in later writings that God was speaking to him, commanding him to torture and consume young children. So there's some uh, Son of Sam stuff there. He scoured advertisements in local papers put out by families looking for someone to perform housework or by young men looking to work themselves. It was through one of these advertisements that he found young Grace Bud. Grace wasn't always Albert Fish's intended target. It was her, uh, her older brother that he had set his sights on. Edward Bud was looking to work on a farm or in the country. That's why he put out the ad Fish encountered. 
Fish originally planned on hiring Edward and bringing him to his country house to torture him. Thus, under the false name Frank Howard, Fish called on the Bud family in their Manhattan home. He claimed to have some farm work upstate that needed doing, and he was also looking for some help around the house. Was Edward interested? Edward was inclined to take the job from the unremarkable gray-faced gentleman. But suddenly, Fish's interest shift, uh, shifted while Edward was mulling over his offer. Fish noticed a young girl standing behind her parents, 10-year-old Grace. He now had a new Damn. plan and did not waste any time. Ugh. I hate this fucking guy. Albert Fish, the unassuming-looking stranger, convinced Delia and Albert Budd to let him take their daughter along to his niece's birthday party. They would never see her again. Don't let your kids leave the house. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Just don't do it. Fish took Grace, dressed in her Sunday best, to his, ups- uh, to his house upstate. The same one he had intended to use as a torture chamber for her older brother. According to the letter that Fish sent to Delia Budd, along with his confession, Fish hid in an upstairs bedroom, naked so as not to get blood on his clothing, while Grace picked wildflowers in the yard. Then he called her inside. When she screamed at the sight of him, he grabbed her before she could flee. And then there's a lot of really yeah, horrible stuff. Yeah, I don't stuff. think you need to read all of the details. No, I don't plan on it, but essentially Good. he sent extremely graphic letters with every detail about how it happened. Which you can read on your own time if you want. You Yeah, this isn't that kind of show. Um, <laughs> this, but, is a, this is a children's show. But basically, the end result, he would murder her and uh, eat her. The letter, which had clearly been intended to cause panic within the Bud home, hastened Albert Fish's downfall. The paper he had written the letter on happened to be a piece of stationery from the New York Private Chauffeurs Benevolent Association. What a mouthful. Yeah. Police inquired with the company and found that the paper had been left behind by a janitor from the company at a rooming house he'd been staying in. The same rooming house, a man named Albert Fish was renting a place. Upon learning that Fish bore a strong resemblance to Frank Howard, the police would set up an interview. To their surprise, Fish confessed in an instant, practically tripping over himself to reveal the precise details of what he had done, as well as uh, this, what he claims to have done to dozens of other children. But in the end, there would only be three children who could be concretely proven to be his victims. Yikes. Yeah. Grace Bud was by far the most infamous of Fish's crimes, but two other murders were linked to him, and unsurprisingly, they're just as gruesome. This dude is just like born to like like he's just evil incarnate. Like there's just it's just not I maybe the worst person. <laughs> we say that a lot here, but this we might be really <laughs> say that most episodes, but like Yep. Oh this guy like, makes Carl Tanzler look like chump change. Like <laughs> Yeah, this is a dude I've literally been like, I don't even think I want to discuss him. Because well, I'm glad I brought so, it up. <laughs> I'm glad Scones did. Uh, he is at like if you really want to read all the details, it's there's there's like another the only other thing that pops in my head is uh, that I I like have refused to present. Uh, if you want more horrific things to ruin your day, is the toy box killers. I just him and them and them and Albert Fish are like the two. Two that I'm like, I don't even want to go into it. I'm uh, guessing from the name that that's also more violence against kids. Um, Toy box killers? No. <gasps> it, it's, it's not necessarily 
that uh it's bad <laughs> it's really bad i will take your word yes uh but albert fish is just like an absolute monster he is the other two boys who we would uh be convicted of killing are billy gaffney and uh francis mcdonald and how many victims were there total like 12 or something like that he claimed uh dozens but only three could be proven i see well i'm glad he didn't it's weird that he was so, like 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 I don't know. I guess at that point, like, is he just trying to get caught? He wasn't really doing anything to not get caught. I think for a while he was. And then, I don't know, they always either the type of, I feel like they either feel guilty and they come forward, even though, like, they have the impulse to do this horrible bullshit, or they're, like, want to be famous for doing it. Yeah. And then they come forward because they're like, I'm going to be all over the newspaper. I'm guessing he's the second because I don't think he intended to get caught because he sent it in a letter he didn't like yeah, he definitely didn't intend to shout it from the rooftops hot but it's funny that like or weird as soon as he got caught he was just like i'm gonna tell you all this stuff yeah it's like he didn't really try and do anything to no because he also probably fact. got some kind of weird excitement out of it yeah this dude had all sorts of problems i mean I, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody he sure did and the trial of albert oh, yeah. fishman would begin on march 11 albert 1935 fishman. oh sorry albert fish I don't know why I added a min at the end. <laughs> Basically, it started March 11th, 1935, and demonstrated quite clearly that the man was insane. As expected, his defense pleaded innocent by reason of insanity. Fish admitted that his auditory hallucinations in the form of voices had told him to kill children. Despite numerous psych- uh, psychiatrists involved in the trial supporting the insanity plea, however, the jury would find Fish sane enough to be found guilty. The trial took 10 days and ended with a verdict that saw Fish executed by electrocution the following year. So he got the chair. Deserved way worse. Oh, for sure. Or I don't know if... I don't know what he deserves because he also likes that stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Shit. (laughs) He uno reverse carded us. He did. And he's a (laughs) bastard. He sure did. While awaiting his fate behind bars in Sing Sing Prison in uh, Osining, New York... I might have pronounced Osening. I think it's Osening, Osening. New York. Uh, Fish was permitted to write a series of notes regarding his crimes. These would help reporters covering the gruesome case more properly detail his crimes with a first-hand account, sure to entice readers. While it's generally believed he killed anywhere between three and nine victims, Fish himself had another figure in mind. His chilling claim that he had a child in every state remains unconfirmed. Yeah. Meanwhile, the man's detailed recollection, recollections from prison have never been released. Before his execution on January 16, 1936, Albert Fish's attorney, Jack Dempsey, refused to share his client's notes. It only took one glance at them to determine that what Fish had described was too macabre, whoop, there it is again, for public consumption. Whoop, there it is. I will never show it to anyone. He said, it was the most filthy string of obscenities that I've ever read. So his own lawyer's like, nah, fry this guy. Yeah, he's like, this guy sucks. (laughs) Imagine being like the state-appointed attorney. Oh my god, how unfortunate. You have to sit in a room with this dude? Yeah, that's... That's one of those things where it's like, how do you do your job in that scenario? Yeah, and like, how do you also, like... There has to be a guilty verdict, and then you go home and you're like... Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I like, lost, I, but good. 
<laughs> True. I it, it's just like just how does it's crazy the how different brain to people can be like person to person like my brain and Albert Fish's brain are so they're like the same thing but just firing on a completely different cylinders. I don't yeah. it's just like it's it's nuts <laughs> how different our lives can be. It's horror it's really scary cuz this dude is old when he finally gets caught. So yeah, he's know, a monster living. He was doing it us. for a while and like no one had any idea and like people were willing to leave their kids with him. Yeah, and uh listeners, there's people who are wired similarly just walking around out there today. Just think some, about that. Just, just when your mailman fun. comes. Yeah, <laughs> think about that next time you're you're watching Bridgerton. Remember, security systems can't help you. We learned that in the BTK episode. Thank you, BTK. Mindhunter, guys, it's coming back. <laughs> hopefully, you, we. Uh, hopefully, next week we do like a lighter, sillier alien. Yeah, aliens like the Grumpy Bumpy. It's the the Grumpy Bumpy. The Grumpy Bumpy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna do the Lorax next episode. That's gonna be our cryptid of the. <laughs> Dude, Doctor Seuss was an expert at making cryptids. Yeah, he was a cryptozoologist first, a terrible husband second. The Grinch might actually, yeah, let's drag him through the mud. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You never and thought like, you'd hear about Dr. Seuss figures. in an Albert Fish episode? No, he's one of those figures that like people love so much that when you like point out that he was in fact a bad person, it's like up there, him, John Lennon, John Lennon Bing yep. Crosby. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all horrible. And people will like go quiet and be like, hey, dude. Dude, you got to separate the art from the artist, brother. It's that easy. It's that easy, ladies and gentlemen. I thought easy, everybody. Oh, is that a Liverpool? Um, yeah. We're the, we should <laughs> just do a podcast where we're the Beatles. Okay. I call being George, Paul, and Ringo and John. <laughs> I just want to be Ringo. No pressure. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you get sweet glasses. That's all I really was in it for. Yep. I know How'd it. you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Ringo. Well, anyways. Anyway, guys. Uh, thank you uh, very much for the listeners. <laughs> thank you just. so much. <laughs> M. Cabral. Hope you like that. You sicko. Hope you like it, you sick, sick person. Um, but that's re- why again, you all join it. Yeah. Read, uh, if you want to ruin your, your day, week, month, year. You can read up on Albert Fish and read the actual details of what his letters say. It is bad. That It's just bad stuff. Um, if you don't want to have a terrible time, you could purchase some Monday Morning Macabre merch at mondaymorningmacabre.com. Or wow, seamless be- plug. Seamless. <laughs> or become a Patreon member where you're here, you can hear other terrible things said by two dum-dums. You get another episode today. Today, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. And that episode's on a, what is it? It's on a wrongly, on the wrongly convicted. Convic- yeah. If you want to hear about some wrongly convicted people and how our justice system is kind of trash, come on down. Oh, what's more macabre than that? What's more macabre than some trash? Raccoons are the bringers of death. Um, follow our socials, Twitter, MM Macabre Pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre. Check us out on mondaymorningmacabre.com for the aforementioned merch and Patreon. And, uh... I really apologize <laughs> for yeah what we had to talk about here. Uh, and you I know hope what you guys... we really should start as a movement. 
What? Listeners, if any of you know, uh, what's his name? The guy from Mindhunter? David Fincher? If anyone knows David Fincher, get us a cameo part in it. Or not really a cameo, but like background people. That would oh, be so sick. could be extras in Mindhunter, bro. That would be so sick. Or it doesn't have to be extras. We can just be like running a convenience store and it's just us behind the counter, like clerk yeah. style. Yeah, but we're in like a suit as if we have two heads. <laughs> yes. Suit, suit. <laughs> yeah, we'll be the Blues Brothers. Yeah, so David in, Fincher. Uh, <laughs> David Fincher, give us a call. Give we're ready call. for it. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, above all, have a, have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. <laughs> Goodbye. Boy.